You're listening to Real Paranormal Talk with Jeff Trelowitz, part of CKCC Radio. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Podbean. And now your host, Jeff Trelowitz. And welcome back to Real Paranormal Talk here on CKCC Radio. My name is Jeff, and of course, we are the home of all things spooky when it comes to CKCC Radio. Now, before we go any further, I do have a very important public service announcement for you. Are you sitting down? What about now? All right, here is my public service announcement to you. There are only 11 more weeks until Halloween. 83 days. Not that I'm actually counting or anything. Okay, I am. But, yes, 11 more weeks until Halloween. Just wanted to throw that out there because, well, I love Halloween, and I know a lot of people do too. So, get ready. It's time to start decorating your houses, y'all. Now, I got a couple of things that I do want to talk about on this episode. I did promise a review of the new docu- documentary, Sleepless Unrest. And I also, uh, spur of the moment thing on Saturday night, wound up on a uh, walking ghost tour. Now, I'm going to devote an entire episode to that uh, ghost tour because, holy crap, was it awesome. Uh, but I do want to mention a couple of things before that episode airs. Uh, If you get a chance to do the Spirits of Milford Ghost Walk in Milford, Connecticut, man, I cannot recommend that enough. I know most people who are listening to this show are not, you know, from Connecticut. I'm just saying if you are in the neighborhood to the uh, vacation capital of the world known as Connecticut, I'll just pause for for the laughter on that one. Yeah, I highly recommend the tour, though. Uh, If you like history, if you like the paranormal, I will highly recommend this tour. I had a great time. I kind of just want to walk the path myself, because now I know the route of the tour and experience some things. I'd seen some things that I'd never uh, saw before, to the point of there was, uh, I want to say there was 15 of us on the no, it was 13. 13 of us on the tour. And so most of us had K2s, either our own personal K2s or the tour guide who was awesome, name of Jackie. Shout out to Jackie. Uh, all the K2s went off at once. I have never seen this many K2s just completely trigger in one area. I was in front of this house that, you know, just was along the route. Uh, Jackie had said that she had never experienced that of all, all that that many K2s going off at once in eight years of tour guides. And I'm like, that speaks volumes. Now, what exactly went off that night that made all of ours go off that had never happened on the previous tours? I can't tell you. Um, it was just an amazing experience to see and to hear all these K2s going off. And what made it interesting was they were all at different levels. Some of them were peaked. Mine was peaked at times, but was mostly three bars out of the five, sometimes two. So it was fluctuating. You would think that it would, all of them would be the same. Even though, you know, mine was a different make and model than the ones that were provided. But even theirs wasn't the same level of lights. 
So it was beyond interesting to see. And this happened actually more than once. And again, she said she'd never seen it that many times on one tour. So that was cool. Hearing some of the stories, they were just, they were amazing. They were heartbreaking because when you think of, you know, all the people that died in this, you know, around this tour, um, there is an island out just off of Milford called St. Charles Island, or uh, Charles Island, that was cursed not once, not twice, but three times. So, I don't know about you. I personally will not be going to Charles Island. I've seen enough curses to know that I don't want to mess with that. So, again, I had an, a, a great time. And it ended in the uh, Milford Cemetery. Um, and just walking around there after dark, it was great. Some amazing stories. Uh, Connecticut had a witch trial well before Salem did. Ours is just not as well known. Um, and a, one, at least one person is buried in there as well. So after the tour, she was she basically said, you know, you're supposed to leave, but I'm not going to stop you if you don't. So me and two other friends decided, well, I got a bag full of equipment. Let me just, you know, hang out for a bit. So we stayed for about an hour, maybe 45 minutes after the tour, walked around, got some interesting spirit box uh, interactions, which I will, again, on a future episode, play for you that I will, I think you'll want to hear. Uh, also had an interesting encounter with a uh, cold spot. Now, it was August 7th that we went, so... You know, it's August. It's not really going to be cold yet. Both to Jen's left, and then when I stood there, to my left, there was a cold spot. Oh, sorry, it was our right side. There was a cold spot that is noticeably different. Now, luckily, I did bring my infrared sensor and actually can document that there was a cold spot next to us. And it's just phenomenal. Again, you know, in the middle of a cemetery in August, you should not have a bright blue spot. Yet, we did. So, something to look forward to on a future episode of Real Paranormal Talk. And if you don't want to wait and you want to see some images from that that tour or some of our other uh, investigations, and you're on Instagram, let me recommend our new Instagram page for my friend and I's group. It is distilled underscore spirits underscore paranormal. Uh, we have several images up right now from our previous tour, including the one of me and the cold spot. So again, on Instagram, that's distilled underscore spirits underscore paranormal. Check it out. Now on to another topic that I said I would discuss on this week's episode. I recently sat down and watched a new documentary called The Sleepless Unrest, which involves two of the ghost hunters from the reboot of Ghost Hunters that is no more because the name got changed back to... uh, It's just another long explanation, but two of the ghost hunters went and spent some time at the Conjuring House. Um, Again, I was a fan of the reboot of the Ghost Hunter show, 
just like I was a fan of Ghost Nation, which is now going back to Ghost Hunters, and like I said, it's confusing. Uh, it starts with an interesting quote, which I completely agree with. Millions of people around the world are becoming interested in investigating the paranormal. No one knows the consequences of provoking the unknown. And it's true. We don't know what spirits are in a location. I know that I go to a location that I consider to be haunted alone, and it's not recommended that you do that. I also do it in broad daylight. Not that that really makes a difference, because spirits are going to come out. It does not need to be nighttime. That is something to always keep in mind. But you don't know what could happen when you investigate the paranormal, and that is why it's actually paranormal. So, the Conjuring House went up for sale in 2019, and the new owners bought it immediately because they were instantly drawn to it. They loved the paranormal, and things started going crazy pretty much as soon as they moved in. Um, so, the filmmakers are uh, Kendall Whippleton and his wife Vera. They are, uh, Kendall is actually a camera person for both the original Ghost Hunters and then the reboot. I don't know what his future plans are with the show flip-flopping. They are joined by Brian and Rochelle from the reboot of Ghost Hunters. Uh, the house is actually in Harrisville, Rhode Island and was purchased by Jen and Corey Heinzen. Uh, they're fans of the Conjuring movies and like I said, they were drawn to the house when they saw that it went for sale. There were elements of this documentary that I absolutely loved. There's a lot of history behind the house. Um, I will say this. It did start off a little slow. My biggest gripe with the entire documentary is how it would randomly cut to footage that was filmed in the house with no explanation if it was set up by the homeowners before this, the cameras were set up for the documentary or if it was from the documentary itself. Um, other than that, I did enjoy it. It was a little slow-paced. Of course, I would have liked a little bit more evidence, um, but as Jane Grant used to say in the original Ghost Hunters, ghosts don't work on cue. You can go to a location a hundred times and not get anything 99% of the time, but that one time, man, it's well worth it. So, uh, they did set up 12 cameras throughout the house, including the basement, which was very spooky. Uh, there was a part of the house that had been boarded up that nobody had been to, including the homeowners. Uh, and they were like, well, we got a camera crew, so uh, let's go ahead and go up there. And by the end of the documentary, everybody that left the house wound up having some kind of... I don't want to call it spirit interaction in their own home, but they had some paranormal incidences, which is always creepy whenever a spirit follows you home. Now, of course, when I go and when I go with my friend Jen, we always say, you know, you are not allowed to follow us home. That doesn't mean that they listen, because at the end of this documentary, Kendall's wife says, whatever is here stays here. And then that did not wind up happening. Uh, again, if you like ghost hunting shows, I would recommend it. Like I said, it is a little slow-paced. There are some really good moments throughout it. One 
kind of funny jump scare that's going to happen at times in an old house. But overall, I enjoyed it. It's not something that I'm going to go ahead and watch you know, regularly. It is 80 minutes long. So it's kind of like watching a, uh extended episode of your favorite paranormal shows. Whether it be Ghost Hunters, Ghost Nation, Ghost Adventures... Ghost Brothers, even shows that don't start with the word ghost. So, again, I, I do recommend it if you are into that kind of thing. Uh, clearly, I am. Uh, but like I said, there are times that it is a little slow-paced, which, again, is not necessarily a bad thing. It can be used to build suspense and things like that. So... Definitely check that out if you have the opportunity. It is available on demand on all streaming, so, you know, iTunes and Vudu and things like that. I bought it just because I do like the ghost hunters on the show, Brian Murray and Rochelle Stratton. Um, they were, other than Grant, they were my favorite people on the reboot. So when I heard that they had their own documentary coming out, I did want to go out and support them because, again, it's any chance you get to support anyone in the paranormal, I recommend doing it if you can. You know, buying a movie for $9.99, I think it's totally worth it. So, again, check out The Sleepless Unrest, available now. Um, thank you for listening to this episode of Real Paranormal Talk. In two weeks, I will be discussing one of my favorite locations that I've yet to go to, the Queen Mary out in California. So check that out. Thank you for listening. Check out all the other great shows here on CKCC Radio, as well as our sister and partner shows as well. And in the meantime, have a good one, everybody. <laughs>